Welcome to the My Everyday Chaos podcast, a podcast for women looking for God's voice and biblical focus in the face of daily distraction. Well, I'm so excited. Today we have a special treat on the My Everyday Chaos podcast, a first time for everything. My mom, Jerry Lang, is going to be talking with me today. We have been staying here at my parents' house. They have graciously opened up their home to us for the last two and a half weeks, and it has made their house infinitely louder, but we have had (laughs) just such a great time together, and I thought no better no better privilege for all of us than to get to hear some of my mom's infinite wisdom so uh yeah let's get started hi mom hi <laughs> my mom's never recorded a podcast before <clears throat> nope. so this is the first time <laughs> i asked if i had to put lipstick on <laughs> Oh, yeah, but she does have lipstick on. I will have you know. Um, It's 8 in the morning, but she's ready. Um, So, Mom, well, why don't you go ahead and share a little bit about you, and then maybe we can hop in. All right. Well, uh, I love the topic of this podcast, Everyday Chaos, because I very much can relate to it. We had four children. That are all grown now in the ministry. We were in the ministry full time with four children, moved a lot of places. We now have uh, 12 grandchildren. So life has, instead of (laughs) getting more peaceful, it has become even more beautifully chaotic. (laughs) Just a little bit. Yeah. Well, I know you have some things that you want to share. Do you want to hop into the verse? Yes. A scripture that is really just uh it's kind of one of my fallback scriptures that i go back to all the time is matthew 6 31 through 34. so do not worry saying what do we eat what do we drink what do we wear for the pagans run after all these things and your heavenly father knows you need them but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness all these things will be given to you as well Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Mm. So, obviously, this is one of, I think, all of our favorite scriptures. Mm-hmm. But what about what about this verse for you kind of helps you to navigate the chaos of daily life? Okay. What, well, is the, what, is, what is it that stood out to you about this verse? Well, I think uh, this scripture to me describes the very things that we most get caught up in mm-hmm. in life and that we worry about in life and that takes all of our time in life. What am I going to wear? <laughs> what am I going to uh, eat or drink, fix for dinner? Um, let's see. We both what love we're... figuring out what yeah. we're going to make for dinner. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but all the things that we tend to run after really right. in our lives and that consume most of our thinking, most of our energy. And what it says is the world, and it is true, the world runs after these things. Right. And a lot of times we can become like the world and run after those things. What I love is it's, is that God acknowledges and you do need these things. Mm. You do need to clean your house, go to work, fix your food. You do need to buy clothes. And Alexandra and I 
know that very well. <laughs> Something we love to do together. Our favorite pastime. Yes. Uh, and God, but God knows that's a part of life. Right. But the difference is when we're disciples is we seek God's kingdom first. Mm. And then all those things work out as well. Yeah. Sometimes we run after those things um, and we run after the money and the way to get those things. And we really leave God. He's not first place. He's way down the line. Mm. Yeah. Well, so in your life, like, what do you think have been some of the times in your life that you've looked at it, like where you feel like it's been really easy to get off track, like where it's been extra tempting Mm -hmm. to kind of run after those things? Probably every day. (laughs) (laughs) That's encouraging. But I I do think, I do think when you're younger, um, I think the, the call of the world is very strong. Right. And it's very disguised because it is disguised in le- legitimate means. I think when you're raising your children, you want your kids to be successful. Right. You want them to be socially acceptable. Mm. Uh, excellent, even. You want them to be excellent. And and Jesus wants us to do all things well. He did all things well. Right. Um, we want, when we're in the middle of our careers, when we're building our careers, we want to do them well. We want to be successful. But there's a fine line between doing things excellently and letting them take over our lives. Right. No, that's a great point. I love that. Yeah, that there's a there's a fine line between doing things well and letting them take over our life. I feel like that's so true for me, even thinking about so many of the things it's not it's not that the things i get caught up in are sinful right it's just that they can become kind of all consuming they yes. can they can mm-hmm. they're sneaky in that way mm-hmm. it's like it's a true. sneaky compromise yeah. yeah and it really happens at every stage of life when you have little ones uh i think alexandra talked last week about the fear of being judged <laughs> when you have little ones and you're a mom mm-hmm. you want your kids to be you know, to be looked upon by everyone else right. with love and acceptance. When they get a little bit older, you want your kids to be smart or to do well in athletics. Um, all You know, the things that... And sometimes your own pride gets totally wrapped up mm-hmm. in how your children and your family are appearing to others. When you are building a career, you want it, you want to do well. When you're buying your first house... That's when it's easy to run after mm-hmm. the world's things. I want to fix this up. I want to fix that up. And God, I I believe, man, I look outside at the world. Mm-hmm. What a beautiful world. God cares about how things look. That's always helped me. <laughs> he made a beautiful world. He cares he about the colors. And He's the, a good designer. He is. But we can get consumed with that right. instead of enjoying it. And thanking God for it. Yeah. No, I think that's been a big one for me. Even during quarantine, I think being at home more, it's Mm -hmm. made me wish and kind of desire for more of a home, Mm -hmm. you know, because we don't own a house. Uh, We live in, oh, excuse me. We live in New England where, well, you don't live in New England. I live in New England. (laughs) Um, But, you know, we live in in a great apartment, but it's still an apartment. It's not, uh, it's not exactly Chip and Joanna Gaines's (laughs) 
you know, ranch. (laughs) Um, So I think that desire to kind of have that, I've felt myself, even in quarantine, where it's almost like, you know, you would think it would be a time where you're not really able to run after those things, but I found myself wanting to put more and more things in my Amazon cart. (laughs) Oh, I think a lot of people have done that. (laughs) You know, just looking for, okay, how can I find contentment? How can I find security during kind of an insecure time. Um, but yeah, no, I think that's so true. And yet it's, it's okay to, I think some of those things are God given desires for security, stability, you know, enjoyment, but, but it's so easy to let those things overtake. They, they, they take our mind, they take our focus. Yeah. They, they cause us to, we, I think that one of the keys here is the pagans run after mm. these things. Yeah. But we still seek first the kingdom. Yeah. And then all of these other things work out. Yeah. Um, we always had great places that God allowed us to live. Um, that was a blessing because we moved a lot. Mm-hmm. And so, yes, the stability of a home meant a lot to us. But you could either either run after it mm-hmm. or you could put God first. Right. And it always worked out. Um, we always had enough food to eat. We had the yeah. clothes on our backs. Um, it truly is, what are you going to run after? Right. And what are you going to seek first? So when you think about, I, I think all of this is so helpful, even just this perspective, but in a practical sense, is there anything that you look at like, okay, this is what helped me in my life as how many years now as a disciple? 45? No, 48? Mary, 48, no, 50. 50. 50 years as a disciple. Okay, that's got to be a record. I <laughs> and I'm still alive. And, you're, and I'm still and you're fighting still, fight. You don't look a day over 51. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> um, but as you think that's of... why this is a podcast. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but as you think about your life, um, you know, in, in doing that and in, in seeking first the kingdom, what are some practicals that have kind of been your true north, like your compass that have helped you stay on that that path right i i call them my gethsemane prayers Mm. oh i love this this is my favorite guys i have often had to just plain get them well you have to you should be doing this every day but especially in the midst of times where i either had got gotten off track right or had to do something that I knew God wanted me to do, but that I wasn't there yet. I've had to just get on my face and just pray until I was ready to let it go and do it and really trust that I would do whatever God wanted me to do and that it would be even for my good. Right. It would be seeking the kingdom first, but it said, and he'll take care of you as well. It would also be for my good. And I can't tell you how many times I've had to pray Gethsemane prayers of, not my will, but thy will be done. Like Jesus did. He's my example in that. Um, and yet how God always blessed those prayers. And either changed my heart. There have been times that my heart actually changed. Mm. And what I wanted was different. There have been other times I just surrendered. Right. And then as I surrendered, I saw God work his will out for my good. And, and even for my blessing. He says here, he, right above this, he says, um, look at the flowers of the field. They don't labor or spin. Not even Solomon in all of his splendor 
was dressed like one of these. If that's how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow it's thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? Right. It's a faith issue. I think that's so true. It is that God loves us, wants the best for us. Mm Mm-hmm. No, that's a great point. I I think about those Gethsemane prayers a lot, times Mm -hmm. where those are some of my favorite faith moments, I think, for me too. Those moments where you're on your knees Mm -hmm. and either you're not sure what you're supposed to do or maybe you know what you're supposed to do (laughs) and you got to get you got to get to the to the place of okay not my will but your will be done I think that's a great point of and sometimes we know what that looks like and other times it's just going I'm gonna have that heart with whatever God puts in my path that's exactly um, even if, if it, even if I'm not sure what that is right mm-hmm. now, um, no, I love that. Well, mom, this has been very helpful. <laughs> I, I hope so. <laughs> oh, I can already tell this is going to be the favorite podcast episode. Um, but thank you for sharing all of that. You're welcome. And we'll go shopping. <laughs> yeah, let's go shopping. <laughs> all right. Thanks for joining us for another episode of My Everyday Chaos. It's been great to have you and we will see you next week.